This is an RHUSA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, February 24th, 2018. This week in security news, on eight occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding safety and security matters. Most important, on Saturday, subscribers were informed of numerous copycat school attack threats nationwide since last week's mass shooting at Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. In that incident, a previously expelled student, Nicholas Cruz, age 19, entered the school of 3,200 students carrying a soft-shell case with an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle and backpack with extra magazines, gas mask, and smoke bombs. After setting off smoke alarms, the suspect gunned down students and staff as they evacuated. He then abandoned his weapon and other gear, blended into the crowd of students exiting the building, and calmly left campus. He was arrested approximately an hour later without incident as he walked through a nearby neighborhood. In total, 17 people died and many more were injured. In the aftermath, it has been revealed that the FBI was warned on February 5th that the suspect had a desire to kill people and that there was potential for him to conduct a school shooting. All of this according to the FBI. But the agency admits it also failed to pass on any of that information to its Miami field office. Publicly available records also reveal that prior to the incident, local police had been called to the suspect's home 39 times over a seven-year period for a variety of reasons. In explosive new developments, this week it has been revealed that a total of four Broward County Sheriff's deputies who were on scene during the shooting did not even attempt to enter the school, but instead took cover behind their vehicles with their weapons drawn. According to the Educators' School Safety Network, There have been more than 350 total incidents and threats since February 15th, with an average of 50 threats per day in the week since the Parkland attack. Nationwide, dozens of individuals have already been arrested as a result. A final interesting twist to the changing mainstream narrative put forward for the Parkland incident is a brief interview with a fourth-year student shortly after the attack who claims there was a second shooter involved. The male voice in this interview is Matt Musel, a sports reporter attached to the local CBS affiliate, KHOU. Um, I actually was in the bathroom at the moment, and I had came back to my classroom, and I knocked on the door, and the fire alarm went off, and um, principal came on the speaker and just said, everyone needs to evacuate right now, so that's what we did. Uh, As I was going down the stairs, I heard a couple shots fired. Everyone was freaking out, saying that it was a gun. And um, as we were walking the whole class together, I actually was speaking to the suspect, Nicholas Cruz. And as I was speaking to him, he seemed very, I don't don't know what the word I want to say is, but um, He was trouble in middle school, so I kind of joked to him about it and said, I'm surprised you weren't the one who did it. And he just gave me a, huh? So uh, that's really really what happened. You were walking down the hall. He had already fired at that time. Yes, sir, with him. Weren't you scared? Um, In the moment, I wasn't because there was obviously definitely another shooter involved, but... Oh, you think he was not the only one? No, definitely not. Why do you say that? Um, because when shots were fired, I saw him after the fact. So, and the shots were coming from the other part of the building. So there definitely had to be two shooters involved, I believe. That's the first I've heard of that. Did you see any other students who were wounded? 
Um, no, sir. Several other interviews with students conducted shortly after the attack carry the same theme of there being a second shooter. Shifting next to the Middle East, on Friday, the State Department announced that the U.S. will formally open a new U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem on May 14th of this year, the 70th anniversary of the founding of the State of Israel. The country declared independence on the 14th of May 1948, and a ribbon-cutting ceremony is planned at the new facility marking the event. The new embassy will initially be located in the Arnona neighborhood of Jerusalem, in a modern building that currently houses the U.S. Consulate General. Initially, the interim embassy will contain office space for the ambassador and a small staff and would have to be retrofitted with added security measures. By the end of the year, a new annex will have been constructed, greatly expanding operations, while a permanent embassy location is identified and a long-term construction project undertaken. Listeners are reminded that President Trump's initial decision to formally recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and to move the embassy sparked outrage around the world. Al-Qaeda and the Islamic State have threatened attacks on the U.S. and Israel for its decision to shift the embassy, and there are concerns the announcement will become a rallying point for jihadists and terrorists. Shortly after the president's December announcement, the general leadership of Al-Qaeda posted a message online that began with a statement from the group's founder, Osama bin Laden. Quote, I swear by Allah, America and those who live in America shall never even dream of peace until we experience it as a reality in Palestine. Unquote. The Al-Qaeda message went on to say, quote, The recognition of Al-Quds, or Jerusalem, as the capital of the Zionist entity is a blatant aggression by the crusader Trump against the sanctities of Muslims, a high-voltage shock for the Muslim Ummah, which may perhaps awaken from its slumber. The surest and shortest way to confront the aggression and arrogance of the pharaoh of the age, America, is jihad in the way of Allah by targeting its vital interests and the interests of its Zionist and Crusader allies everywhere. You can find more on these and other stories in this week's issue of the Threat Journal newsletter. If you are not already a subscriber, visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. The publication is free and will remain that way. Alert USA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. In travel security news, in addition to a U.S. government-issued worldwide caution, there are also dozens of additional alerts and warnings in effect for a host of countries around the world specifically identified as posing significant risks for U.S. citizens. As always, if you are planning travel abroad, even such common destinations as the Caribbean, Mexico, or Europe, don't take your safety for granted. AlertUSA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website, as well as that of the CDC, for safety and security information about your destination. We also recommend taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens, as threats and assessments can and do vary. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, February 24th, 2018.